Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is for you where you're listening. I hope it's going good. I'm so stoked to dive in to supplements with you guys today because this topic of supplements is one of the more common questions that I get. And I totally get why because we're constantly bombarded with them. When I scroll on my Instagram, it is like never ending lists of supplements that I need to start taking right now. And I know I'm not alone. I was actually at the gym the other day and my girlfriend came up to me and I'm working with her husband who is getting ready to complete an Ironman. Ooh, ooh, isn't that amazing? So cool. But he, uh, I recommended some supplements to him. And he's one that I've done a dietary analysis. I've been working with him for a while. Sent her the recommendations. And then I followed up with her to see if she was able to get the supplement for her husband. And she said, Jess, I went to the store and I was completely overwhelmed with all the different types of that supplement that were available. And I didn't know the dosage, so I just left. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, I said, why didn't you just call me? Because I love this girl. I would have like run over there and met her. And then second of all, she's not alone. There are so many supplements and there are so many to choose from and it can be it can be really overwhelming. So I want to go over three ways to be supplement savvy and just give you some things to think about if you are trying to decide to take supplements and which supplements to take and the best way to go about getting that super supplement list. And then I'm going to talk about the top three supplements that I always have in my cabinet. And they are not, not a single one of them is a multivitamin. So I'm going to go over that with you guys today and why they're my faves, why they're in there, and hopefully help you guys get started on deciding whether or not you want to add some supplements into your routine. All right, let's get supplement savvy. Hey girl, you are amazing and you possess this unique inner awesome that the world so desperately needs. And guess what? Your body size has nothing to do with that. But I get it. I spent way too many years living in insecurity and I have spent the last decade working with women just like you who have struggled with the same. And when it comes down to it, I think our amazingness becomes all too easily eclipsed by two things. Body bullying, which in turn impacts how we take care of our body. Whether it's over or under eating, over exercising or not moving at all, moving from dieting to anti-diet culture, girl, the pendulum just keeps swinging. I started this podcast because it's time to break up with body bullying and find a way to live balanced in your body. I'm Jess, a body bully warrior, registered dietitian, and food freedom guru. I believe that when we stop letting culture define health, beauty, and what we should and shouldn't eat, we are finally free to live in our own bodies. This podcast is just one of the many resources I have for you ladies. Be sure to head on over to JessBrownRD.com. Check out my ebook, e-course, supplements, meal plans. Guys, I've got so much more for you, and I'm adding to that list on the daily. Are you ready to channel your inner awesome at a whole nother level? Grab a cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, and let's dive in to today's show. All right, girls, to get started, I want to talk about three ways that you can become supplement savvy. So number one is knowing that supplements are supplements. Food is the foundation. So food first and allow supplements to be what they are, something that adds to your diet. It's not the foundation or what we rely on to provide that specific nutrient. Rather, it supplements our diet. One of my favorite quotes is by Michael Pollan, and it's, 
be the kind of person that takes your supplements and then forgets to take your supplements. And I've always loved that quote. I think it's a great philosophy because what it means is that we use supplements to add to our diet rather than relying on them. So if we forget them, it's really no big deal because overall we are getting our nutrition from our food. And I think this is super important for a few reasons. Number one, we know that no matter how high quality of supplement we purchase, it cannot replace what is so intricately and beautifully designed in food. So for example, there's this, um, there's this diet called the DASH diets, the dietary approach to stop hypertension. And it's a diet that is used to reduce blood pressure and it's scientifically proven. And they found that the key components of this diet that contribute to blood pressure reduction are calcium, potassium, and magnesium. And they've compared people with high blood pressure who take these supplements versus getting these nutrients in their diet and found the results are much better when people follow the diet as opposed to getting these nutrients from the supplements. And I think this shows how vital it is to get our nutrients from food because we can't capture antioxidants, fiber, phytochemicals, all of these things that are in food, we can't get them and put them together in the perfect formulas and combinations that are just naturally created in food. And, you know, I think this is cool because I believe God created food for our bodies. And it's just really cool to see that it works better in its natural form. In addition to that, there are a ton of foods that provide adequate amounts of nutrients without the need for supplementation. So take selenium, for example. Selenium is one I'm interested in because my husband has a family history of prostate cancer and selenium may reduce the odds of prostate cancer. Now, You could get this in a multivitamin or you could eat one to two Brazilian nuts every single day and get 100% of the RDA of selenium. So we actually have Brazilian nuts next to our supplements in our cupboard. And when we take our vitamins, my husband just pops a Brazil nut. It's pretty cool. So this food foundation is so crucial because it does provide irreplaceable qualities that supplements just cannot provide. In addition to that, I like to think of food on this hierarchy. So kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's this hierarchy of food. And at the base of those needs, we have to have enough food. And at the very tip of that hierarchy is functional food. And supplements are going to fall under the functional food category. So if we start trying to better our health with the functional foods at the top of that hierarchy, we're really missing all the steps that walk up to that. And guys, I actually cover this in great detail in my e-course where we talk about layering food in this hierarchy so that we get the most out of it instead of starting with like functional food or a meal plan. No, we've got to lay that base work first. So if you're feeling like, okay, I got to start here and I just can't even get into the supplement stuff yet, guys, make sure you check out my e-course. It's on sale this month. Head on over justbrownrd.com, click on courses, and it's going to be summer steel exclamation point at checkout. That'll get you $50 off. And it's actually on sale just through the end of July. So just this month. So be sure you get it while it's on sale because it's going to go back up next month um, on August 1st. So that's number one. We've got to lay that food foundation. Number two, know what and why you're taking a supplement and understand the dosage because things do vary. And when you're recommended a supplement, that may not be the amount you're recommended for to take for forever. So for example, vitamin D. My husband and I were both low in vitamin D. And so we were recommended a corrective dose and we got our vitamin D back up to an adequate level. 
and now we've moved to a maintenance dose. Now, if we were to continue to take that super high dose while our vitamin D is already adequate, it can actually be problematic over time and it's not helpful. You can get too much of a good thing when it comes to supplementation. I see that a lot with vitamin C and vitamin E. These are antioxidants and when taken in excess, they can actually become pro-oxidative. So they do the exact opposite of what we want them to do when we take them. Selenium is another example. While taking the appropriate amount may reduce odds of prostate cancer, taking too much may increase the risk of non-melanoma skin cancer. So we really have to be careful with what we decide to put in our body, and it's important to know why you're putting it in there, know the dosage, and understand if that's a maintenance dose, a corrective dose, and how to adjust it over time because we want to be able to modify appropriately. Number three, buy supplements that are third-party tested. This one's super important because, guys, supplement companies, remember, they are in a space of wanting to sell to you. So their goal is to hit sales targets and push their product. The content of those supplements that they're pushing is not regulated by the FDA. They have some limitations around claims they can make, but in terms of what's actually in that supplement, in that pill that you're putting in your body, it is not regulated by the FDA like foods are. So buying a supplement that is third-party tested simply means that this company has decided to allow an external party to come in, test their supplements, and ensure that it actually contains what it says it contains. I'm a huge fan of this because I work with a lot of professional athletes and they're often drug tested. So I do not ever recommend products that do not have an NSF stamp of approval on it. There are a few third-party tested stamps of approval you can look for on a supplement. One is going to be NSF. That's what I mentioned earlier. The NSF certification is one that I believe to be one of the safest. They work in collaboration with WADA so that I feel safe recommending these to professional athletes. And you can actually download an app for free to find supplements that have this certification. So it's called NSF for sport. You can download it and scan any supplement, search any supplement, and find ones that have this third-party tested stamp of approval. The other two are USP and Informed Choice. All three of these are great options when looking for a supplement, but you want to look for something that has been third-party tested. Because remember, if it doesn't have that third-party tested stamp of approval, there is no one coming in testing making sure that it contains what it promises it contains. And it's pretty crazy. If you look on consumer reports, you can look up various supplements and you'll see that a lot of these major supplement companies contain harmful metals or trace elements of harmful products. And and we want to be sure any supplement that we're buying is the cleanest version and actually helps us rather than putting foreign substances into our body. So those are the three ways to be supplement savvy, lay that food foundation that has to be first so you can allow supplements to be supplements. (laughs) Number two, know what and why you're taking it. Be sure you're talking with your provider so you have a good understanding of the dosage, if it's a maintenance dose or a corrective dose. And number three, buy supplements that are third-party tested. All right, so once we have all those, then you can start to build your supplement stack in your cabinet. And I'm going to go over my three favorites, the three that I always have in my cabinets. The first one that you will see every single time you open my cabinet is some sort of protein supplement. Now I did a whole podcast on different types of protein supplements, but I'm a huge fan of them because of my lifestyle. 
I have a high protein goal and I have a high protein intake goal because I lift weights. I'm trying to maintain and increase my lean body mass and I'm really super busy. So I don't have a lot of time to sit and, you know, make steak or chicken or edamame all the time. So I like to add a protein supplement to my day, whether it's post gym or afternoon snack. And I've got branch chain amino acids for before my workout, whey protein for after my workout. And then depending on the day, I'll add in collagen because I want that hair and my skin super silky and shiny. And casein is another one I may add if I'm trying to hit a lean mass gain goal. So I will have some form of protein at all times in my cupboard. And of course, they're always NSF approved because I want to make sure I'm adding a clean protein into my diet. Number two. Turmeric. This is a supplement that I add because I think the research is really cool. So there's lab and animal research that suggests that curcumin, which is the active form of turmeric, may actually prevent cancer, slow cancer spread, and they're looking at whether or not it can make chemo more effective. In human studies, they're in the early stages, but there are clinical trials that are underway to determine if curcumin may aid in cancer prevention. It does interact with some meds, so you'll want to be sure you talk to your provider before adding this to your supplement regimen. But for me and my family, we have lots of cancer running in my family. And I don't take in turmeric on a regular basis, nor do I take the therapeutic dose that may provide cancer prevention benefits. So I add this to my daily supplement routine. And then the third supplement that you will always see in my cupboard is magnesium. Magnesium, I've talked about it many times on the podcast, but just as a refresher, this is an essential micronutrient that's going to be involved in hundreds of physiological processes. I'm particularly interested in this one because of its role in headache prevention, prevention of muscle cramps for athletes. It does aid in gut health and the role it plays in the neurophysiology and is linked to depression all of which directly impact me and are something that I want to make sure I'm providing my body with adequate nutrition to prevent some of these ailments. Now, the recommended dietary allowance, or the RDA for magnesium, is between about 310 and 420 milligrams per day. Now, just to give you an idea of where that could come from food, I've got really good news, ladies. You can get that in dark chocolate. How awesome is that? (laughs) But one ounce only provides 64 milligrams. So Even if we're eating a couple ounces, we're still not even at half the RDA. But hey, there's reason number like 372 why you should have chocolate every single day. (laughs) Obviously, I'm biased. I've met like three people in my life that don't like chocolate. If you're one of those, oof, I don't know if we can be friends. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Actually, it's one of my best friends who doesn't like chocolate. So that's not true at all. But I still don't understand the way your brain works. Uh, You can also get magnesium from things like seeds, about 100 to 150 milligrams per ounce of seeds. Nuts provides about 82 grams per ounce, give or take, depending on the type of nut that you have. And then black beans are an awesome source of magnesium. A cup of black beans will give you 120 milligrams. And a cup of spinach will give you 157. So if I line up my day... Let's say I have black beans every day, I have spinach in my smoothie every day, and then a couple ounces of dark chocolate. I'm getting pretty close to the RDA of magnesium. But the research shows that most people don't get this. So I looked at the study that surveyed over 4,000 individuals, and they found that the average intake of magnesium was only 326 milligrams per day. Now that was for Caucasian men. So 326 milligrams per day for a 
adult white male does not actually hit his recommended needs. But here's the bummer. That average magnesium amount went down when they looked at the African-American population, the Latino population, and it went down even more for females and as people got older. So this survey really revealed that most people are not getting enough magnesium. And the amount that we need actually goes up while we age. And the research shows that we're less likely to be getting it unless we pay close attention. So I know that I don't eat black beans every day. I do have spinach. I do have chocolate. (laughs) I have some seeds, but I'm definitely not hitting that 310 to 420 milligram amount per day. So I add this to my daily supplement stack. So magnesium is a tricky one because there are so many different kinds. There's magnesium citrate, which is what a lot of people have. That's that calm powder. That one's awesome, but it does act as a laxative. So you'll notice if you add it, your stool is going to be a little looser than if you didn't have it. There is magnesium oxide, which is going to be a little bit cheaper, but less effective and less bioavailable to the body. And then there's magnesium glycinate, which is the one I typically recommend because it doesn't cause loose stool in the gut. It tends to cause less GI upset, which is one of the downsides of taking magnesium, and it is more bioavailable to the body. These three supplements are my favorite and I always have them in my supplement stack because they fit my nutrition needs. They fill my nutrition holes and my lifestyle. And I think, well, I'm sure there's pieces of information you can take and apply in your own life. It's super important that you find your own supplement stack based on your nutrition holes and your lifestyle. So to recap, it is super important that You first lay that food foundation. Be the kind of person that takes your supplements and then forgets to take your supplements. Number two, know what and why you are taking a supplement and understand the dosage. Guys, this is best done through a detailed nutrient analysis and a nutrient assessment. I have a supplement store on my website where I am able to offer hundreds of different brands of supplements through this online dispensary at a discounted rate to y'all. And I love it. And I've had so many people go and sign up. But one thing that I think is important to know is that while I have all my favorites in there, the thing that's going to best serve you is to set up an appointment and get a dietary analysis and review completed before buying any supplements. I can't tell you how many times I've come in, people have come into my office and I do an intake and I'll say, what kind of supplements are you on? And they'll list them and I'll say, okay, why are you taking, you know, apple cider vinegar? And they're like, well, I don't know. This girl on Instagram told me to. I'm like, why are you taking that much vitamin C? Well, I heard it was good for you. So, and guys, I've been here before, like (laughs) no joke, just the other day I go to my dermatologist and she prescribes me a face cream. So I went to the pharmacist and The pharmacist asked me, he said, have you been taking this dose for a while or have you been using this percent cream for a while? And I said, I don't know. I just take what she prescribes. And he said, oh, well, you know, you're going to want to change it over time. And I kind of said, oh, I don't know. I guess I've never paid attention. And he kind of mocked me and rightfully so. (laughs) He said, oh, well, what does it matter? It's just your face you're putting it on. (laughs) It was kind of like, oh, ouch. But true, you know, it's I was trusting the doctor, which I do trust her. She's a great dermatologist. I still have to be my own advocate and understand why she's recommending the dosage she's recommending and know when to ask to change it. So get your dietary analysis done. If you guys need help with that, totally shoot me an email, justbrownrd at gmail.com. I would love to help you figure out what 
your supplement stack should look like so that it fills your nutrition holes and fits your lifestyle. And we're not adding any extra supplements in there that just basically produce, you know, expensive pee. Cause that's what a lot of, <laughs> that's what a lot of supplements do. It's like pricey urine that you really didn't need to add because you can get it from food. <laughs> so if you need help creating your own supplement stack, email me jessbrownrd.com. But I will tell you this, before you add that supplement stack, you have got to lay that food foundation. Guys, this is where I started this whole conversation. This podcast is really built on laying that food foundation first. So be sure you get acquainted with what your body needs from food first before we start adding the supplements to try to fix anything. Because guess what? They won't fix anything. Supplements are not created to fix. They're created to supplement, hence the name. (laughs) All right. I hope you all have a fabulous day. Get the bulk of your vitamins from vitamin F, aka food. And if you need help with that, guys, just a reminder, this is the last week that that Food Foundations e-course is on sale and it does come with your own customized fuel plan. So you will get an idea of not only understanding how your body works, the biofeedback that your body gives you, intertwining your values-based goals, but you're also going to get your customized fuel plan to help you know exactly how much food your body needs to optimize your nutritional status. So get that taken care of. Remember, Summer Steel exclamation point will get you $50 off through the end of July. From there, then we can add the supplements. Then we can add in functional foods to optimize our health and take it to that next level, which is a really cool place to be because we got a lot of things to do in this world. We have a lot of things calling for our energy and we've got to be in tip-top shape to show up and squeeze the most out of this life because yeah, life is pretty fun and I want to show up for all of it with a lot of energy and that's going to require a lot of food and some supplements on top. (laughs) All right, y'all, hope you have a great day. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.